Hello and welcome to this Hot Topics interview, Business Innovation in the Next Normal, the third part of this wonderful series sponsored by Tartar Communications, where I'll be speaking to Monica Schultz of Zurich Insurance to understand exactly how she is approaching innovation today and tomorrow, especially considering the disruptive period we've found ourselves in. Let's welcome Monica now. Well, Monica, thank you so much for joining me on this business innovation in the next normal interview. It's fantastic to have you with us. Could you start, please, though, with a little brief introduction of Zurich Insurance and your particular role um, on its leadership team? So I'm Monika Schulze, working for Zurich Insurance um, here in Germany. Before that, uh, I had a global role. So that's the good news uh, about Zurich as well. So you can always switch between local roles and global roles. So we have one community. So we are an insurance provider that is located all around the world um, in different regions and countries. Uh, and our main business is a um, commercial lines, but then also retail in both um, life, but then also PNC business. So basically, Fantastic. we cover all the needs of the customer. Excellent. And looking across 2020, Monica, clearly it's been disruptive for nearly all of us. But how has it been for Zurich Insurance? I mean, of course, the first focus was, I mean, how do we deal with our employees? I have to admit, because I mean, from one day to the other, we had to stay at home. And the question was, how do we best take care of our people? Uh, and that's not that easy because everybody was sent home, we had to work from home, and suddenly Teams was the big, our biggest partner in, in crime, uh, how to work together. And this whole transition from we're sitting together in an office, can, can talk, uh, meet at lunch uh, tables, um, have small conversations in between where, for me, suddenly formalized, we were sitting at home and whenever you wanted to talk to somebody, you had to phone or use Teams. Uh, so I think that was the first focus point. And of course, also that everybody felt well. And even if we then opened the offices again, the big question was, um, can people take the train and the tram? And is it that easy to get, get from A to B uh, and making sure that everybody was feeling well? Fortunately, we didn't have a lot of cases um, yet. So, I mean, it was not like, oh, we had to take care of sick people, but at least we always had the feeling we have to take care of the people and say, do you feel well? And are you well equipped to stay at home? It's the new normal. I mean, that's the big topic today because people are used to um, coming to the office um, if they feel it's appropriate, but at the same time, they can also work from home. And I think now it's, it's easier to work together even if you are sitting at home and also having conferences like this is already normal if you ask me <laughs> absolutely and presumably as you've been having to adapt to your employee experience and managing that you've had customers and clients too who are also being disrupted and you're also having to adapt to those relationships as well how did the, how did that look so then i'm sorry but here it's also very important to take care of the, the salespeople. I mean, the salespeople were also completely shocked, so to speak, because they had to close their offices from one day to another and we had to take care of them because they wanted to have a good relationship to their customers and we had to so support them as well. And if you know that a lot of agents, um, I mean, rely on having a personal relationship, uh, it's not that easy to suddenly do everything uh, on a digital basis. 
So that was the, the second pillar. And the third one was then, of course, taking care of the customers and making sure that they are doing well. Um, and, and having, uh, I mean, they also have a lot of questions and we had to answer a lot of questions, of course, uh, and take care of, of the customers. So, I mean, employees, uh, intermediates, uh, salespeople, and then customers, um, those three pillars were, were very important for us. And we had to take care of them gradually in a, but it worked well, I have to say. Mm. And what I personally really like is that it pushed the digital agenda quite a lot. So. Because Absolutely. we are still a relatively traditional industry, let's face it. Uh, we are still used to talking to people. People come to our offices, I mean, customers as well. Um, and we are still relying on uh, the sales force uh, big time. Um, the online business Everybody talks about it, but if you look at the turnover and look at the real business, it's still a small proportion of the turnover and also profit compared to the whole. Uh, and if you ask me, I had the feeling there was a slight tendency to say either offline or online. And even if you talk about the RoPro effect, um, it's more information online and then you go to an office again, you know, agent office. I think now the discussion is much more in the direction of what does multi-channel mean, omni-channel mean, and how do we combine the channels? Yeah, so you think actually this year has allowed organizations to be more mindful of hybrid working environments and also that digital agenda that you mentioned there. Is that what you've capitalized on yourself? Yes, um, because um, I mean, uh, it sounds funny, but I mean, I see myself as a digital person and I believe that the digital agenda has to be pushed uh, much more um, than we already do. And yes, I believe that we still need agents in physical contact, but at the same time, I also believe that we can help them much more to do things in a more digital way to free them up uh, from things that are a bureaucratic, uh, time-consuming uh, and hinder them from having a good relationship to the customer, mm. which starts mm. with, I mean, analyze the customer portfolio, uh, have a good data analytics background, then, um, I mean, set up uh, meetings with the customer without them having to call you. You can also do it online, uh, then prepare the meeting. Uh, and it has to be clear that you need all the information for the meeting and don't have to, I don't know, do it um, manually. I mean, a lot of things, which are now, I mean, coming from the agents as well, where we have a pull instead of just pushing and saying, oh, you have to be more digital, yeah? which is good. And of course, the customers as well. I mean, they also say, mm. look, I mean, we expect you to be there 24 seven. Don't tell me that Friday, three o'clock, we have to go home or something like that. So, I mean, it's also good. Yeah. yeah. A number of um, organizations, Monica, have reported that this year they've seen a, a faster acceleration of their transformation programs or new technology adoptions than they've ever had previously. Is that something you'd agree with at Zurich? Um, not speaking only for Zurich. I think there are two, two movements, so to speak. I mean, A, everybody's very cautious and says, mm, how is my business developing? And it's not only insurance, it's not only Zurich. I mean, I'm also working together with other businesses, uh, because I'm also a board member in two companies. 
So I mean, everybody's looking at mm, how do we end the year? How does it look like? And how do we best take care of the situation without losing our grip on profitability as well? At the same time, of course, you have to invest more in uh, digital tools uh, and be proactive when it comes to customer uh, relationships. So you have to balance both things. You know? Uh, so if it is like digital transformation, spending more budget and more money um, on certain projects, I'm not sure. Uh, but at least you get a better focus on the things that matter. It's yeah. my feeling. Just uh, what also technologies, therefore, have been the standout partners to any of your change programs um, in 2020, or at least you know provided you with the um, opportunity to capitalize on anything that's happened? I mean, it starts with uh, top-notch CRM programs. Uh, so we're having a lot of discussions. If I may do some PR for my partner here with Salesforce, for example. So uh, that's something we say, how can we further develop? How do we get steps um, further? Uh, I personally am also involved in a lot of um, data analytics, big data analytics and AI discussions, which I believe are extremely important. How do I get all the data into one platform? How do I make sense mm -hmm. out of the data? Or do I get from data to insights to action? Yeah, which is also good. Because there's always a tendency to have a lot of data, but the problem is what, what do we do with it? And how do I get to, to action plans and project plans? I think there is a huge push as well. Uh, and then everything which comes around digital marketing and digital marketing tools, of course, as well. Mm. And will that continue um, far beyond 2020? in terms of a recalibration of your strategies based on those technologies that did do well in 2020? I mean, there are a lot of stats and, and market research results that show that customer behavior has changed significantly during 2020. Uh, do I believe it would stay like that 100% if we go back to normal? Maybe not. But I believe that also believe that customer behavior has changed and it will no, not go back to what we had before Corona, so to speak. So there will be a push towards digital ways of communicating, buying, uh, whatever we have. Yes, mm. there will be a um, huge change. Mm. And, and is keeping up with um, these technologies made more difficult in a time of pandemic or great disruption? Or does it allow you to focus uh, far more than you ever would have? Why do you say it's more difficult? Because you, we, we cannot talk to suppliers or we cannot talk to each other? Or... I didn't have I the feeling. So, I mean... Because either you're focused far more on uh, ensuring your employees have a great experience or that they have what they need to just what they need to do, or whether scanning for new technologies and keeping up with those relationships is made more difficult but maybe it hasn't been in your case uh, how do you answer that i think that it is more important now to focus i mean when it comes to new technologies you can do you can do a lot of things and you can you can uh, have 10 million things at the same time which you want to introduce uh, and, and all of them are important what I believe is now important because you have to, you have limited time, you have limited budget, you have to focus on that, uh, what is important. 
Uh, and for that, you need customer data. You have to understand where are the main pain points um, and you have to understand where can you make the biggest difference in terms of um, customer satisfaction and then also loyalty. And then focus, focus, focus. Mm. Uh, and do I want to introduce 10 new technologies at the same time? Yes, ideally, yes, I'm happy. If I would have the money and the time and the people. Uh, but today it is extremely important to say, if we have limited time and resources, how do I best focus uh, my energy? And it's customer insight, it, it sounds easy, but coming back to this big data thing is always like, where's the right data? What do we want to achieve? <clears throat> I mean, simple things like, is it retention? Is it new customers? Is it cross-sell? Yeah, be very clear what you want to achieve, short-term, middle-term, long-term, and then focus the technology efforts against it. Mm. And, and has this uh, you know, pandemic, the disruption therein, changed your relationship with your fellow C-suite members um, in order to you know, improve the business, in order to um, improve the customer, client, employee experience, whatever it may be? I mean, the good news is that we know each other, well, for some years now. So I never had the feeling I have this relationship gap, uh, which is also sometimes a problem because if, if you don't have a quick and direct communication line, it's also not that easy to push projects forward. Um, what we, of course, now did is that we said, look, the situation is not easy. We have to take care of the business. Uh, we have, to, on the one end, make sure that we are more digital than we are before. On the other hand, we have to make sure that the business is surviving well. So we are much more focused now on what is important for mm. us uh, and um, what is not that important and then put it aside for the time being and then maybe do it later. So it's relative, it was relatively quick. Um, and easy for you guys to form a common goal, despite how quick the um, the process in 2020 was for lockdown, for disruption, global supply chain, etc. Relatively easy, yes, let me put it like that. Of course, that's not that easy per se, but I mean, now, because we have a sense of urgency, um, it is easier to, to put a push on everything. Mm. And just for the, the closing part of the interview, Monica, could you just a look beyond uh, 2021 and consider what you think will stick from the disruption we've seen in 2020 from an um, experience, uh, customer um, trend perspective. And then from that, what you expect um, the technology landscape will adapt to. I mean, I'm a big fan of customer experience. Customer experience means you have to understand the customer journey, the touch points, the pain points, all that. So at the same time, I, I believe that you have to have uh, something which is called purpose uh, and a good brand positioning that gives people a meaning. Uh, and this whole crisis uh, and also political landscape we have right now and environmental discussions uh, uh, enlarges uh, the... Um, the sense of urgency for a good company purpose. And I think that is important as well. Because in the end, technology will not solve all your problems and technology is an enabler. What we also need is a clear sense of how do I help society? How do I have customers to have a better life? And that's not only technology. 
There's also a sense of purpose, what the company is doing in terms of helping the community, helping the environment, and that is equally important. So you have to, and, and that is longer lasting. It's not only 2021, 20, it will be longer lasting. And I think all companies will now put a bigger focus on that. And environment mm -hmm. and sustainability is a, are the basics. Uh, you really have to make sure that your company purpose is clear for everybody and meaningful for employers, employees, uh, agents, and, and uh, broker, and then also your customer. I think that mm -hmm. is extremely important today. Yeah, and just on that, Monica, what is Zurich Insurance's purpose? How is that defined? We want, what uh, we want to do is create a brighter future together. So we are putting a lot of focus on communities, um, employee communities, customer communities, and doing things together within the environment uh, we live. Uh, so the local communities, of course, the global communities. So we are, it's, that's the focus point we have. So creating a brighter future together. Excellent. Well, Monica, thank you so much for your time. Um, it's been brilliant to hear your thoughts on how Zurich has got on in 2020 and also how you yourself have translated uh, the disruption and what that means for technology too. So thank you for your time. Well, Monica, that is all we have time for though, but thank you so much for your time and thank you for also offering your thoughts on innovation, best practices uh, now and in the future. And thank you at home for watching.